Oh, everybody put their ones up for episode 11 of the Underground Freeway Podcast. What's going on, my people? Y'all already know what it is. I want to take this time to welcome any new listeners to the show. You're much, much appreciated. I hope that you guys get something out of what it is that I'm looking to discuss today. And uh, if you happen by chance to check back at any previous episodes, I hope that you get something out of those as well. Uh, I want to thank all of my consistent listeners for tuning in every week. Uh, I want to thank you guys for engaging the way that you engage with me. Um, and like I say, or I've been saying these past few episodes, I want us to ramp it up. You know what I mean? I definitely want this to turn into something, uh, specifically a conversation. Like I always say, you know, when I get on here, I'm looking to have a conversation with you guys. And uh, the only way that you guys can you know, converse with me as well is via social media or actually coming on the show. Um, I can't have everybody on the show at once, but you know what I mean? You, you guys giving me the ammo. So, you know, when you chime in on these different topics and, and questions I may post and things I may say in the show, you know, you giving me some fuel, you giving me some ammo to load up the clip with. And when I get on the show, you know, I can let it ring out. So, um, you know, just continuing off from where I was at last week, uh, just to update you guys, not that you might care, but still, you know, it's a journey and I, I want you guys to take the journey with me like I'm taking the journey with you. So, um, you know, definitely uh, continuing to overcome uh, all obstacles, all trials and tribulations in my life, uh, you know, but it's still rough. You know what I mean? Uh, that snowball effect, it's uh, it's a bitch. I mean, you know, when, when, when that snow is rolling downhill and it's just picking up and picking up and picking up and picking up, it, it, it's very difficult, you know, to uh, to deal with that. So I'm really just looking for, for that snowball to kind of just hit something extremely hard, like a rock of perseverance or some shit, so to speak, and, um, and just explode, you know, just have all of these trials and tribulations just kind of wither away um, because I persevered through all of it. And um, I hope the same for you guys out there that just so happened to be going through something. So, you know, if you're going through anything, regardless of what it is, uh, you know, I, I hope that you guys could persevere through whatever it is that you got going on. I hope that you, you know, you can, you can maintain your mental strength and, uh, you know, you can increase and enhance your mental strength and overcome whatever it is that you're going through. Uh, Anytime we're looking at our own situations, obviously it's our situation. So we, you know, we just look at it as if it's the worst thing in the world, you know. And I don't want, I don't want to say this for people to take comfort in other people going through things, but it can always be worse than what you're going through. And and when I just kind of see and hear about things that other people are going through, you know, I don't want to say that it gives me comfort. It just gives me a better perspective. You know, I might be sitting here complaining about having to pay $200 to some bill collector and here it is somebody else might be losing their home on the verge of getting evicted or I might be struggling with paying a car note and here it is somebody struggling to purchase a, a bus car for the month or, or metro card or whatever I haven't taken public transportation and I don't know how long so forgive me if I'm way off but yeah, I get the point. 
it's not to take comfort in somebody else going through something worse, but it's to gain some perspective, uh, you know, about the overall matter. It could be a lot worse than what you're going through. So, you know, worry not about the future. Uh, just focus on what you got going on today and get through the day because tomorrow got enough troubles, troubles of its own. You feel me? So uh, moving on, uh, I don't want to focus on the rough times, but um, I, I, I want to acknowledge it. I think it's important that we acknowledge these rough times because they're real. They're, they're never going anywhere, you know. So less focus on the rough times, acknowledge more focus on the solutions. Less focus on the rough times, acknowledge them instead. And more focus on the solutions. So, you know, identify everything that you're going through. Identify all of these uh, trials and tribulations that's facing you. You know, pile them all up. Put them in one big old pile in the middle of the floor and acknowledge them. That's it. You don't have to sit there and go through it one by one by one by one and start, you know, dwelling on each and every single trial and tribulation or issue or whatever it is that you got going on. You pile them up, put them in the middle of the floor, and you acknowledge that pile sitting in the middle of the floor. And then you focus on the solutions. All right, exactly how it is that I'm going to clean this shit up in the middle of my floor. You recognize that pile. All right, I'm going to scoop it up with a broom and a shovel. I'm going to toss it in the trash, get rid of it, and progress. You understand? That's how we need to look at it to... uh you know, just kind of put it in layman's terms. Um, the process to progress could feel repetitive. I mean, and that's a fact. The, 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 the process to progress can feel repetitive. Um, but also hard times can be repetitive. So, and that plays into the snowball effect. You know, you go through something and then, you know, you go through something else and then you go through something else and then you can find yourself saying, damn, it just feels like everywhere I turn is something happening. Like, I, I just can't catch a break. I think that phrase is more so used like, yo, damn, I just can't catch a break. Everything just seemed to be closing in on me. The walls are closing in on me. I just can't seem to catch a break. So hard times are repetitive. The process to progress is going to feel repetitive also if you're really looking for help. Not, not help, excuse me, that's a bad word to use. But if you're really looking for solutions, if you're really out there you know, combating uh, your hard times, the process to progress is going to be repetitive because your hard times are repetitive. If you, like, if you always going through difficult shit, which you really don't have no control over, like some situations you can just put yourself in a bad situation, yes, but it's life. And how does the saying go? Shit happens. You know, life is going to happen regardless, no matter what. So, you know, if you feeling like the process to progress is, is repetitive, yeah, it is repetitive. And you need to become one with that because hard times are repetitive. You're going to always go through some shit. So combat it. That's all. The, the bottom line here is you got to go through, and I'm going to take some of the show titles that I had. You got to go through the process to progress. And it starts with being at the bottom. That repetitive feeling of hard times just always seeming to be, you know, not hard times. Yeah, I say hard times, difficult times, etc. It just seems like you're always in some shit. So you're at the bottom of the bottom. 
or you're just feeling like you're at the bottom, whatever the extent of your difficult moments are. You're at the bottom of the bottom. All right, you need to recognize that uh, by looking in the mirror. Remember, bottom of the bottom. Mirror, mirror. You look in the mirror. This is how you acknowledge what's going on. Okay, what am I doing wrong? What's going on here? Why am I in these situations? Is, is, are there things that I can control? Is it things that I can't control? Do I just need to, you know, hold on to my hope and faith and keep doing what it is that I'm doing to uh, get through what it is that I'm going through? Then that should put you in a position to be proactive instead of reactive to shit. Instead of just sitting around on sitting on your thumbs or your hands, excuse me, <laughs> sitting on your hands, you know, just waiting for shit to happen for you to react. Instead of doing that, you're proactive. You know, you're looking for solutions. You're looking to create solutions with everything that you can control. You're looking to be proactive with that because that's the only thing you can be proactive with. Shit that you can control. The things that you can't control, you need not to worry about. Can't do nothing about it, right? Very simple. At least I hope that it's sounding very simple to you guys. It's kind of like one, two, three, ABC. Excuse me. So, you know, in you being proactive instead of reactive, you know, now now you have some understanding. Now you're out there really looking to control what it is that you can. So you strap on your Kevlar energy. You know, you put your blinders on. You're moving forward. You have a goal now. You set out a goal to accomplish a solution to put yourself back in a positive place. And this applies to any and everything. And then when you get to that place where you have your Kevlar energy on, naturally you're going to unplug. What do I mean by unplug? You're going to disconnect. What do I mean by disconnect? You're going to start to detach yourself from things that hold you down, things that bring you down, things that discourage you, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. And I know this may sound like, you know, you heard it before. Of course you have, because the process to progress can feel very repetitive. Hard times are very repetitive, or at least it seems repetitive. You go through some things, you overcome it, and then boom, seems like you're going through something else. So you've heard this before, but not so much so about specific shit over and over and over. You heard it about A, it could be applied to B, then be applied to C and then D and then E and G and H and Z and Y. and Like you can apply it to different things. So that's why it may feel like you heard it before, but you really haven't. You know, uh, it's just kind of like a universal approach to dealing with, you know, uh, hard times, trials, tribulations, difficult moments, whatever it is that you got going on. So going back now, um, you're at the bottom. You identify that you're at the bottom. You look in the mirror. You, you, you say to yourself, okay, I need to acknowledge that there's a bunch of things that I'm not happy with. There's a lot of things that I'm going on with. All right, what do I control? What don't I control? Then you become proactive instead of reactive with the things that you can control, forgetting the things that you can't. You strap on your Kevlar energy, which is your blinders, that, that type of material that just cannot be penetrated by, you know, anything on the outside of your blinders. And then you find yourself in a position where you're unplugging. You look to unplug, disconnect, like I said before, right? 
What are we disconnecting from? Okay, let's say, let's start with this. We're connected to so much shit in life. And being that we're connected to so much shit in life, after a while, it starts to create clutter. So try to picture it. You know, um, everybody got their TV hooked up, you know, cable. Um, if you got a stereo system, if you have children or if you play the game yourself, you got your video game system, you got your your, your fucking, um, what is that shit called? Your, uh, damn, the fire stick, <laughs> you know, your, your Wii or your Nintendo Touch or whatever the fuck is out right now. I don't know. You just got a bunch of shit starting to pile up on your, um, you know, your, your TV stand or your entertainment center, rather. Your, your entertainment center is, is filled with a lot of different things. A lot of different things are connected to this outlet behind there. Starting to look a little cluttered. You got a lot of wires and shit like that connected back there, right? A lot of dust starting to build up with that because nobody goes back there. So the more things you add to it, the more clutter it gets. And that's how it is for us in life. You know, we connected to so much shit. And after a while of you not maintaining it, you know, it creates clutter. And so we have to clean that shit up and make it neat again. So we have to disconnect. We have to start unplugging things. We have to find out and ask ourselves, you know, is this really needed? I don't even play this anymore. I don't even use that radio station. I don't even watch TV like that. Do I need cable? Because I got the fire stick. I don't even like the fire stick. I'm going to just keep my cable, et cetera, et cetera. You got to make it neat again, right? You got to clean up that entertainment center. Well, you got to clean up your life. We all got to clean up our life, our lives. We have to make that shit neat again. So I ask, I ask you the question and I ask myself the same question also. You know, what people in your life are creating clutter? And it's not just about people. It's about a bunch of different things. But I'm going to start off with what people in your life are creating clutter. You got friends. You got family. You got business partners, associates, uh, a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend. You know, what people in your life are creating clutter? Start with friends. You know, I, everybody's definition for friend is different. Um. You know, the, the standard that I, I'll hold a friend to may be different than the standard you hold a friend to. You know, when, when I'm talking about a friend, it don't necessarily have to do with years. You know, the years can be uh, a plus one, a benefit. You know, that's kind of like um, a trophy in a sense. You know, it, it, it just sounds good or it feels good, I suppose, to say, oh, this my friend right here. It's my bro. I knew I knew this person for X, Y, Z years. You know, obviously the higher amount of years, the better. You're not going to say, oh, yeah, this is my friend. I know him for two years. Like you wouldn't brag on two years. You would brag on something like, you know, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, etc. So, you know, I, like the years, that's like a plus one. That's like a bonus. So I really don't care about, you know, years. To me, that doesn't make a friendship. So the standard, the standard that I hold a friend to, you know, loyalty, because I'm a loyal dude. I'm a loyal person. So 
my my main thing is what I give, I'm looking to receive. You know what I mean? If I'm giving you loyalty, I'm going to expect that shit in return. I'll understand if I don't get it in return because I just understand everybody not built the same. Everybody not cut from the same cloth. And that's a decision that I got to make. You know, that's a discernment that I have to I have to make. I got to look at the person that I'm choosing to call friend and say to myself, "I right, damn, you know, I'm loyal. I'm loyal to the court, to this person and they not really loyal to me. Do I really want to call them friend? And if I choose to call them friend, then at that point, I can't get mad at them for not being loyal because I peeped it and I chose to move forward with, you know, having this great big friendship with this person. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, to, to just to sum that up, like like I said, everybody got a different definition for friend. Everybody got a different standard for friend, you know. So whatever your standard is for your, your friends, you know, are they meeting that? That standard? Are they meeting those expectations? You feel me? Or are they or have they become cluttering your life? And you just so used to this person, maybe because of the years that, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all been acquainted with each other, y'all knew each other, you know, you don't even worry about it. You let it go, you let it slide, you dumb down your standard because of the amount of years known. Or maybe your comfort level. You know, damn, this the only friend I got. So, you know, I'ma just put up with the bullshit. Same thing, you you dumbing down your standard all all because you don't really have that many friends or associates, so you may get lonely. You know, you don't want to be lonely, so you like, oh, uh, you know, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just accept whatever this person give me, or nah, it's cool. You know, that they, they, uh, they could fuck with your standard. Um, moving on to family, I want to talk about family now, because family could definitely create a clutter in your life. Also, you know, some people, quite frankly, uh, view family uh, a little bit more. You know, um, how can I put this? They, it's like their family's untouchable. You know, no, my family wouldn't do this to me. My family wouldn't do that. You know, you just got this expectation that, you know, just because you family, you blood to some degree, um, you know, it's like you exempt from doing harm. I don't know where the fuck you live or where you from, but what I know, and not so much because my family be doing bullshit like that for me to, you know, be out here like, oh, family is shit, whatever, whatever. But a human being is a human being. <laughs> I don't care if they family, if they a friend, if they whatever. A human being is a human being. And we all capable of doing some dumb shit, period. So family falls under the same category as, you know, a friend. The only difference is that family's blood to some degree it's just how far down the chain are they so you know family ultimately they can do the same exact shit that a friend would do and i find that in most cases you would you would find that a family member would be the one to be on some bullshit quicker than a friend or at least it seems that way right um, I got family members, you know, without saying names or anything like that, that's really on some bullshit, really on some bullshit. And 
And I peeped them being on some bullshit for a very, 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 very long time. And I really couldn't say anything because age wasn't on my side. You know, I'm the kid. So it's like, ah, oh, we're not going to listen to him because he don't know what he's talking about. Even though I know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, You know, and, and, and I'm just watching all of these contradictions happen. You know, I'm not allowed to do this. I'm not allowed to say this. I'm not allowed to say that. But here it is that I'm watching this shit unfold in front of my eyes. You know, and then I get to my adult years and, you know, they they still try to hit me with the, I'm not allowed to say shit. And I'm like, nah, because now you a clutter in my life. Now you you creating clutter in my space. Like, I don't have time for that type of shit. You feel me? And I'm not going to fall victim to that shit anymore. Like, I got a voice. I'm going to speak my shit. Y'all can do whatever it is that y'all want to do with it. Like, family or not, you're not going to mess my shit up. You're not going to come in between, you know, me and where it is that I want to go by doing the dumb shit that you're doing. If I ain't going to let somebody on the street that I call friend do that, I'm definitely not going to let somebody that's supposed to be family, somebody that's supposed to be standing right here, first in line, willing to help, you know, this train move even faster on the tracks, F my shit up. So, you know, family and friends fall in the same category. Business partners, same category. But this it's a little bit different because when we're talking about a business partner creating clutter, you know, and, and making the path a lot more difficult, making the journey a lot more difficult for y'all to get to where it is that y'all want to get to, that to me that's a little like ass backwards because it's like, okay, for you to be my business partner, there had to be some type of agreement at some point in time with us saying to each other, you know what, we're willing to work together to get to this point right here. So for you to now, you know, start to become a clutter, for you to now start to, you know, hinder what it is that we agreed on doing together, that that shit is kind of dumb. You know, that's the only difference between, you know, a business partner creating clutter opposed to family and friends. You know, you'll get different shit from family and friends. In most cases, it'll probably be something along the lines of like hate and shit like that. But when you're talking about a business partner, they made a commitment. Now they reneging on the commitment to be a clutter. You know, whether they're aware that they, they, they're doing this or not. You still made a commitment. You're not honoring this commitment because now you're hindering what we decided to do together, what we, you know, agreed to do together. And, you know, associates, I mean, I'm a little all over the place with that. That also falls into the category with, you know, friends and family. I mean, because it's an associate and truly and honestly, an associate really shouldn't have that much power in your life, you know, to be uh, holding you back from, um, you know, doing anything. An associate really shouldn't cause clutter in your life, but they do. And here's how they do. Because we sit here and we get on social media. Everybody on social media is not your friend. You probably don't even know a high chunk of percentage of the people that's on your social media. But you watch social media and you believe social media. And then that may discourage you. That's going to make you compete. Compete with what? What exactly are you competing with when you look at 
social media. This person has this, so now you feel you may need to have it too. This person's on vacation here, so now you got to go on vacation also. And it, the people that you probably looking to um, compete with or that's getting into your mental space and fucking up your whole shit, your whole program is associates, people that you really don't know like that, people that you really don't talk to like that, you just know of them, or, you know, you went to high school with them, or you worked with them, or whatever, or people that you don't know at all, and you're just watching them post their perfect life, as if they really live this perfect life. Nope. Another thing you need to unplug from. And then, you know, before I get into that deeper, uh, relationships. That's, that's another thing, and that falls in line with what? Friends and family. And in relationships, it's more towards the family aspect because you and this person, you, you bonded. Probably a little bit more than, you know, you and a friend would bond. So you're like in between the middle of friend and family when we're talking about relationships. You know, it's a little bit deeper than friend, but you're not necessarily family unless you have children with this person. Obviously, you know, and we all know children can make it a whole lot more difficult. But, you know, you're not really family with this person unless you're married or you have children with this person. But if it's just a relationship and you recognize that this relationship ain't the best thing for you, you know, you would want to hold on to those, those, a relationship the same way you would want to hold on to those friends. You know, it can be comfort. Oh, man, I'm comfortable with this person. I'm probably not going to find somebody else like this. Let me hold on to this person. Let me dumb down my standard just so I have somebody and I'm not alone. Same way you would hold on to a friend and dumb down your, you know, your standards. So find out what your standards are. That's number one. Make sure you identify what your standards are. Hold on to those standards and don't allow anybody to come and clutter that vision up. To make that blurry, hold on to your standards. Unplug. What do I mean by unplug? I mean disconnect. Remember, I said that we're connected to so much different shit. So you need to unplug, disconnect yourself, and reevaluate before you plug back in or not plug back in at all. Sometimes when you when you unplug, when you disconnect. And you go to plug it back in, you got to put it back in in a different outlet. You can't plug that person back in the same space that they were in your life previously, if they're even worth holding on to. You got to put them in a different category. You got to put them in a different place in your life so they don't affect you in the same way again. And keep in mind, this is only if they're worth being plugged back into your life. If they're not worth being plugged back into your life, leave them plugged out. Send them out with the garbage. They're done. You don't need that clutter in your life no more. And the same thing goes for family. The same thing goes for business partners. The same thing goes for relationships. Ultimately, they're all relationships. So when I say relationships, I'm talking about boyfriend. I'm talking about significant others. I hate saying boyfriend and girlfriend and all that because, you know, people out here, they're going to be like, oh, that's not the only relationships, blah, 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 blah. But y'all get what I'm trying to say. I'm talking about you being with somebody else in a romantic relationship and that person not being good for you and you knowing that they're not good for you. 
but yet you hold on to them, dumbing down your standard for whatever reason, allowing them to create clutter in your space. Unplug, disconnect, no signal, flatline, kill it. And if they're worth being plugged back into your life, plug them back in into a different space. Or send that bitch in to go get refurbed or get a brand new one. <laughs> I hope that ain't go over your head. I just thought of it, so I flowed with it. I let it slide. So I hope y'all feeling me. I hope y'all with me. Um, moving on. Let me. Uh, I, I want to give y'all a little bit about me, slightly, more like an example. So you know, I, I, I mean, I'm I'm an outgoing person when I want to be. I'm not. You know, I'm not the steal the show type of person. You know, I got to be the center of attention type of person. I'm I'm the I'm in the cut. I'm chilling. I'm really taking in the entire scene. You know, I'm observing everything. I'm really just trying to get a feel of the people, the event, venue, whatever. That's me. Um, I can be social when I want. You'll probably find me being antisocial more times than not. Um, it can be a gift and a curse, I suppose. I really don't see it that way because everything I do, there's a rhyme and reason for it. I, I always have a reason behind everything that I do. So, you know, but people looking on the outside in that may be more social than I or, you know, whatever, just got a problem with it, I suppose. You know, they view it as a bad thing. Oh, you're just so antisocial, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, not really. Like, I'm having a good time just because... I'm not having a good time the way you would like me to have a good time doesn't mean I'm not having a good time. Um, I'm just going through my normal processing process. You know, I'm taking all of this shit in because I'm not the center of attention type of person. Um, if it happens to come to that where I am the center of attention, I'll handle it. And I'll handle it well, I would like to think. But, um, you know, that's not me. So, uh. I really don't have, because of that, I really don't have a bunch of friends. You know, I'm not the guy that has a bunch of friends. I'm the guy that knows a lot of people, but that's it. You know, I know of a lot of people, but you really don't get close to me. Not that I'm this special case, you know, that I'm extremely hard to get to or, or anything like that. I'm just very particular about who I allow in my space. Just because. Not even because it got anything to do with what we'll be talking about here, about unplugging and no signals, you know, disconnecting everything to, uh, you know, kind of reevaluate and, and, and get yourself right, cleaning up the clutter in your life. Um, it has nothing to do with that. This is just me by nature. It's just who I am. I'm very particular about who I allow in my space. And I'm constantly, I hate to say it this way, but it almost, it almost is this way, uh, grading, you know, the people in my, in my space. Not to say, what do you, what do you, what can you do for me? You know, uh, in terms of like monetary or, or, you know, gifts and things like that. Nothing like that. Like I'm a, I'm a underneath the surface type of person. I'm a, um a substance kind of guy, you know? So my thing is, if if I let you into my circle, you know, we become cool, we become close, we develop a bond, a relationship, Um, you know, I'm looking for, I'm looking for you to push me. First of all, I'm looking for thorough honesty. I'm looking for loyalty. 
I'm looking for thorough honesty. Like that, that to me, that's love. That's real in any relationship, whether we talking about homies or we talking about, you know, a significant other. Honesty and loyalty. That's what you're going to get from me, period. And I'm going to expect that in return from you. You know, that that's what I'm looking for. Like I said, because that's what I'm giving you. You know, I'm going to always look out for you and your best interests. Always. You come to me. You start talking to me about a situation, something you're going through, a problem you got with somebody, whether it's family, friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Like, I'm listening. You got my 100% undivided attention because I'm looking to be honest with you and I'm loyal to you. So if I'm loyal to you, I want what's in your best interest. You know, you have my word. I've given you my word. So I'm going to look out for what's in your best interest. And I also have to be honest with you in doing that. So, you know, me looking out for your best interest don't mean that I'm going to lie to you, you know, and make you feel good, say everything that you want to hear. Nah, that's not the way it roll. That's not that's not how the dice shake out for you. I, I Or for me, when you, you know, you got to bond with me. I'm going to be 100% honest with you because I'm doing more for you by being honest with you. I'm letting you know, nah, you want some bullshit with that. Or no, you 100% right. I understand your argument. You need to stick with your argument. Stay in your ground. I got your back. You know, that honesty, that loyalty, go hand in hand. And I expect that in return. So I'm very particular, like I said, because I need that. Iron sharpens iron, period. And if I consider myself a piece of iron and I'm sharpening you, but I don't get that same thing in return, yeah, that's 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 clutter. That's cluttered. I gotta get that out of there. I can't I can't be involved with something like that because our minds ain't the same. We're not gonna think the same, we're not gonna view situations the same. And it's not about having shit in common. It's not about being able to, you know say the same shit, think the same shit, or we can't be friends. Differences are going to happen. You're going to have a difference of opinion. I'm going to have a difference of opinion. That's fine. Like having a difference in anything, that's not the big deal. But the saying real recognize real, that shit, it, it, it came about for a reason, you know? And anybody that, you know, and I hate, I hate saying this shit. I'm real, I'm real. Or hearing people say, yeah, I'm real, I'm real, I'm real. Like, if you're real, you don't have to say you're real. Like, the saying is what it is. Real recognize real. And not by a person telling you, I'm real. You understand? You It's vibes. Like, we automatically know. So anybody that, you know, consider themselves loyal, somebody who consider, them, consider themselves honest, like, they going to relate to what it is that I'm saying right now. And I don't even have to talk to them. They just going to know the vibes. It is what it is. The vibes is the vibes, period. Like, real recognize real. So what I'm saying going to sound very familiar to them. Extremely familiar to them. You you feel me? So, I, like, I guess there's no explanation that, that needs to be given. Because if you don't understand what it is that I'm saying, you ain't cut from that cloth. And if you do understand what I'm saying, I don't need to say no more because you already know. You feel me? So um, I'm a quality over quantity type dude to sum that up. I just wanted to, you know, kind of give a little extensive uh, 
explanation about or, or a little extensive insight about me and, you know, the company I, I choose to keep around me. So long story short, uh, I'm a quality over quantity guy. I don't need a bunch of people around me. I, I, I don't I prefer not to have that because that shit can get messy. You know, I can't keep track of quantity, you know, quality. Yeah. You know, it's not that many people, you know, and I could kind of make sure that iron is, is always continuing to sharpen iron amongst the, uh, the group. You know what I mean? My small little circle. Um, I, I despite, like I despise procrastination. I despise laziness, no drive like that. Those are things that I have to eliminate from my life. Not from me, but from the people in my life. I can't have those type of things around me because of the goals that I set out for myself. And if the people that I have around me in my life don't understand that, can't contribute to that, not on the same page or wave with that, then I got to disconnect myself from them. I got to detach myself from them. And then I got to look at myself and say, oh, well, you, you kind of got it wrong. And that's okay. It's okay to get it wrong. Now I just got to decide whether I'm plugging them back into my life elsewhere or I'm leaving their asses unplugged. Are they good for me now? Or will they be good for me in the future? It's a bunch of different things. You know what I mean? I got I to gotta shake out. So, you know, if I'm sitting here and, and I'm looking at it like, oh, damn, you know, this this person right here is so fucking lazy. They procrastinate with everything. They have no drive, bro. Like, they don't they don't inspire me to do nothing. These niggas know exactly what it is that I'm doing, and they just not contributed in no way, shape, or form. Like, they just dead weight. Should I plug that person back in? Would you plug that person back in? For all of my people out there that's that's looking to accomplish something in life, would you plug that person back into your life? You looking to go get it. And this person is the complete opposite and carries themselves as the complete opposite of what it is that you're looking to accomplish. Would you plug that person back into your life? That's a question I want you to ask yourself because I'm sure that that question is going to apply somewhere, somehow, if not directly what it is that I'm asking you. So ask yourself that. Is everyone around you? Family, friends, associates, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Business partner, if you even have one. Are they worth remaining plugged in? Or do you need to disconnect from them, kill all signal, and leave it that way? Or plug them in a different, pl- a different space in your life, a, a new outlet somewhere that's not as important as the main outlet in the master bedroom, which is you. The master suite, which is you. And lastly, I want to talk about social media, which we touched on previously uh, in the episode. And I don't understand it. Like people, we, we all we have social media, right? And I'll find that some people they they'll say, Oh, I'm going, I'm leaving Instagram. I'm taking a break from Instagram or I'm taking a break from social media, you know, and then they disappear for however long they disappear. I personally don't 
understand that method. I I don't get what exactly are you leaving, like like well, uh, not leaving. Excuse me. What exactly are you accomplishing by shutting down your social media for X amount of days, weeks, months, whatever? And you know, I, I guess that the answer would be, oh, I'm taking a mental break to come right back to it. So you going, you telling me you going to leave Instagram for a month, right? Let's just say your reasons are you started paying too much attention to the shit that you're seeing. You're finding yourself just being engulfed by, you know, the people that you follow in their stories. And it's starting to affect you in the form of discouragement. So now you're discouraged. So you say, yo, you know what? I'm about to take a break from this Instagram shit because it's just it really just got me feeling down and out. Watching all these people be successful, and I'm not. Okay, so you take this break. You mean to tell me you think you're going to come back a month later or however long later, and you're not going to feel the same way again? What you think you're going to do in that time of taking a break that's going to make you, you know, discouragement proof from coming back to Instagram and seeing the same exact shit that you left? Uh, do y'all understand where I'm coming from? Like, do y'all understand my perspective of not understanding why people take a break from social media to come back to it eventually and go through the same shit again? And you'll find that the same people that take breaks from social media take more than one break. They don't just take one big break and, you know, they're healed from, you know, whatever it is that they left Instagram or social media for in the first place. You take a break. You come back, you probably end up taking another break and another break and another break. So I don't understand what's the point in leaving it to come right back to it and go through the same shit again. You should just check yourself from the rip, period. Just unplug certain parts of it. You need to just get your mind right, period. Like social media, like I said before, shouldn't have that type of effect on you that you need to take a break from it. If you find yourself just pointlessly scrolling on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, you know, form of social media you have, if all, then all. But if you just find yourself just pointlessly scrolling through and scrolling through and scrolling through your social media, you know, then you just need to change your habits. I don't think that that's a mental thing. I don't think you need to stop doing, stop going on social media. You just created a very bad habit for yourself you you don't really do much if you have the time to sit there hours upon a day to sit you know and just scroll 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 through nothing and just you know randomly like pics and for what it's worth I'm guilty of this shit myself I find myself just aimlessly liking pictures I probably won't even look at the picture or the caption certain things catch my attention you know I'm I'm, I'm big on like uh Things with meaning, like I said, under the surface things, uh, things of substance. So, you know, those things that catch my attention. But for the most part, you'll find me on there just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling pointlessly just to be on there. Why? Habit. It's habit. How do you get yourself out of the habit? Occupy that time with doing something else. That's it. 
You don't have to create this big old dramatic, I'm leaving Instagram, I'm putting it down, shutting down my account, see y'all later, blah, 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 to come back and do the same exact shit before you left the first time, second time, third time, how many other times you left. Just fix yourself. Check your bad habit and change your habits. Pick up a book. Start scrolling through the pages of a book the same way. Just find something else to do. It's like smoking cigarettes. You become addicted. You know, people that smoke cigarettes don't always need a cigarette. They just smoke a cigarette because of habit. They just used to putting a cigarette in their mouth at this time. So they're just like, you know what? I need a cigarette. Let me go smoke a cigarette. It's just habit. It's a bad fucking habit. That's it. You don't need to, you know, shut it down. And this is just my perspective. Don't think that I'm telling y'all that y'all need to do this. If that's what you feel you need to do, then please do it. But in you doing it, can you please explain to me if you can on social media the the idea behind it just so I could get some perspective because I really don't understand that shit. I really do not. But um, that's my show for this week. I uh, I wanted to touch on unplugging from, you know, different things that hinder us, different situations, people, relationships, etc. Unplugging and just creating no signal, absolutely flatlining, you know, things that hinder or that's coming in between, you know, you and your your mental health, uh, your goals, everything that, you know, we pretty much touched on bit by bit throughout several episodes up until this point, um, you know, and I touched on those episodes that kind of all coincide together, uh, you know, with the bottom of the bottom and mirror, mirror and being proactive instead of reactive and Kevlar energy, you know, all just kind of culminating to unplugging ourselves from you know, things and cleaning up the clutter in our lives that uh, that's very unnecessary. Um, as always, I hope that you guys get something out of this episode. I hope that I made sense to you guys. If I didn't, just G-check me on the gram. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'll try my best to clean up whatever it is that you guys didn't understand. But um, hopefully you did understand, you know. And, uh, and, and and this message could kind of help you guys as it's helping me right now as we speak. You know, I'm in that stage of trying to, like, remove the clutter and, you know, refocus and, and kind of just, you know, show appreciation to the people that, that that's in my life that, you know, contribute to uh, a healthy uh, mind, mindset and, you know, a healthy way of life physically, you know, in the gym, eating food, eat the, the foods that I consume. And, you know, just I, I just want to be surrounded by people that's bringing the best out of me. You know what I mean? Because I'm looking to bring the best out of people, not just the people that, you know, are in my circle, but people, period. Hence this this podcast, you know, the, the conversations that I'm looking to have. I just want to bring the best out of people, whether I know you or I don't know you. So, you know, I'm absolutely going to expect that the people that are in my circle to bring the best out of me. And um, if you're not bringing the best out of me, then you should be on watch of being unplugged because, you know, that iron sharpens iron, like I said. And if you're not sharpening me and you're allowing me to be dull, then that's a problem, you know. So, you know, I hope you guys adapt that, uh, that mentality and make it work for you however it works for you. 
it's your boy Preach, man. I'm having fun with this shit. I hope you guys are having fun with me. And um, until next week, Preach signing out. So be it.